Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some relationships, neighbor stories, I don't know what to put it under. But if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's stories. Now this one is from Hokey Pokey Guest List, who says, neighborhood disputes started over grass and bins, ends with a tenant leaving. And there is an alternative title for this called Bucket Lady, a neighborhood petty revenge story. And I've came back after reading some of the stories so far, and I absolutely love them. And I just want you to know, just in case you don't know where Bucket Woman has come from, and it's a reference to a show that was in the UK. I'm not sure if it was shown anywhere else called Keeping Up Appearances. And the main character's name is called Hyacinth Bucket, but she insists it's pronounced Bouquet. And she's basically a pain in the ass to all the neighbors around her, you know. She used to answer our phone saying, Hyacinth Bouquet, Lady of the House speaking. <laughs> and I remember it so well because it was one of my mum's favorite programs. But anyway, let's continue. I posted this in Am I the Arsehole? And someone suggested I post it here. My kids and I moved house in March. Day two in my new house and I tripped over a broken paver. Didn't break anything, but I still needed surgery a three-night hospital stay, and a full leg brace for two weeks. While I was in hospital, my partner, formerly ex-partner, now reconciled, it's complicated, Martin, dad, sister, bestie, and her wife had formed an emergency team. They kept my kids and pets safe and fed and finished the unpacking. Dad and Martin did a little garden work, removing the broken paver and laying some old fence posts along the fence where next door's dog was digging through. Week one, I hobbled to the letterbox and met next door's landlord, whom my partner has nicknamed The Bucket Woman. She immediately told me to bring my bins in by 9am because it made the street look messy. She demanded I move the post because the grass would grow through to her side. I explained the reason for the post and said that once the holes were filled in, let me know and I would move them and hello to you too. Week one, bin day, 10 past 9am. The bucket woman banged on my door. I'm still in my PJs and leg brace. She complained about the bins. I said my bestie is coming by later to help me dress. I couldn't do feet. I'd bring the bins in later. When bestie pulled up, she had to park out front because my bins were in the driveway. I checked the council bylaws don't have a deadline for bringing bins in. Next, Martin got temporary approval to work from home at my place. I got home and Martin was escorting the bucket woman off the property. The bucket woman thought nobody was home and tried to sneak in to move the posts. Martin said next time he calls the police. A few weeks ago, the police arrived. Martin was at work and said a concerned neighbor called about a man and woman having a domestic dispute and the man was destroying the fence. The bucket woman is out the front, watching. Once they are satisfied I'm okay and there's no damage, I explain about last week and show them security footage. 
Later, I see them speaking with the bucket woman. She isn't happy and she goes inside. I was working nights and the police visit had taken up a lot of my precious sleeping time. I was fuming. Then the penny dropped. The bucket woman just let herself in while the tenants were at work. So I spoke to the tenants and I was blunt. I asked if they were okay with the bucket woman being in the house while they were out and said I'd seen her there at least once a week. In a nutshell, they were not okay with that. Later, one of the guys came around with a bunch of chockies, thanked me and said they were moving out right away. The bucket woman was furious at me. She says I made her tenants leave and got her in trouble with the rental agents too. She told me I made the street look messy and hang underwear on the washing line, so how will she get new tenants? I wanted so badly to tell her to get off my lawn. Update. I just got off the phone from the council. Someone has complained I removed a protected tree from my property. Oh, I'm going to enjoy this. Update 2. Spoke to the council again. The complaint is definitely that the tree was removed. The tree is definitely still there and visible from the street. Councillor sending someone to inspect the tree. Martin and I will be there, armed with reports and photographs. I did my bit for democracy and the nice neighbors from the other side were in the queue to vote ahead of me. They took their own photos of the storm damage to the tree and oh my god, it was way scarier from their side of the fence. I've added their photos to the file. Next door don't have any problems with a bucket woman trespassing, but he's retired and she works from home. The bloke hates her guts and is happy to keep an eye on our backyard when we are out. And there were some relevant comments where people replied to Opie about this. So someone said, oh dear no, you hang your underwear up on the washing line to dry. I was on your side until that part. You're literally Hitler now. How will anyone on that entire street ever get a tenant again? Opie replied saying, I know, I'm a monster. (laughs) Seriously, my washing line is lower than the height of the fence. So the only way she would see what I'm hanging there is if she was looking over it. Oddly, I can see her washing line because it's higher than the top of the fence. Another commenter says, oh my God, this woman is ridiculous, lol. As sorry as I am that this is what you have to deal with next door, I really appreciate the funny stories. OP replies saying, I think if I didn't turn her into a joke, I'd find her way more irritating and stressful. She point blank asked my partner if I am pregnant. He told her I was sensitive about my COVID kilos. By the way, I am pregnant and I checked the council website. I don't need a permit to construct a new human. (laughs) The next commenter said, please use textile diapers. Shake the poop out of them and hang them to dry on your washing line. Opie replies then, that's the plan. When I'm I the arsehole, I said, come spring, my washing line will be sprouting nappies, aka underwear for babies. Another commenter said, you should have her arrested if she steps on your lawn again. Opie replies then, she's had her one warning. Hopefully she's learned we don't stuff around. She seems to be confining herself now to bailing us up in the street and asking nosy questions. Someone said, not sure what bailing is, but I tell her nothing is her business. OP replies saying bailing someone up is when you accost someone and detain them in a conversation. Often implies that the escape route is a cutoff in the process, such as backing someone into a corner. It used to mean being held up and robbed at gunpoint by bush rangers but this meaning has fallen out of use. We take great delight in frustrating her questions. Another commenter said, glad you got cameras. Get some for the bat too. She is bat poop crazy. I'm certain you'll need them. I see you are prepared already. I hope things get better. 
have you read the post on this sub about liquid ass? Now might be a good time to stock up on such items in case of emergency, i.e. defense. Opie replies then, yes, I had a security system installed with a Reno. When I moved in, the plan was it would just be myself and my kids living here. Single mom, work shifts, has teenagers. Just wanted that added level of safety. Now that Martin and his kids are staying permanently and we found out the bucket woman owns next door, we're looking to beef up the security system and get a more secure side gate so she can't access the back. I haven't read the post about liquid ass, but I just googled it. I have two teenage boys living in the house with me and I'm not even going to tell him about its existence, let alone buy any. To be fair, I'm also pretty concerned my partner not find out it exists either. He's good at keeping a perfectly straight face while saying or doing the most outrageous things. So I'd be very nervous around him and liquid ass. <laughs> what is liquid ass? And I just googled it. I might have heard of it in the past maybe, but yes, yeah, basically like stink bombs. I imagine it's even worse because it looks like it's in some sort of spray form. When I was a bit younger, you could buy them from the prank shop in, and they used to come in little glass vials. So it'd smash and glass would go on the floor. I know, very safe, right? But that's how they were back then. But this saga continued. So the next one was titled Bucket Woman v My Dangerous Dog. The petty revenge continues. So the bucket woman has not learned her lesson. First thing we did was add more security cameras. So now most of the property is covered. And we were shocked to see how often she was coming onto our property and looking through our windows. I felt sick to my stomach. The reason she knows what's on my washing line is because she's coming into our yard and checking. Not gonna lie, I had a bad period where I just blamed myself for bringing everyone else in the household into this. We spoke to the kids and they find her annoying, but not creepy, if that makes sense. We're checking in regularly with how they are coping. Martin hand-delivered a letter to the bucket woman telling her she is not allowed onto our property. Any communication about neighborhood issues should be directed to my solicitor. Card attached to the letter. Since then, Martin has diligently checked the security footage and reported every instance of trespass on the police non-emergency line. A few days later, we had a visit from the police. The bucket woman rang triple zero and said I had a dangerous dog which attacked her. She claimed she was injured getting away from the dog attack. The police checked our house and yard and didn't find a dangerous dog. They did find two house cats, a house rabbit and the disemboweled corpse of a catnip mouse which was not taken for forensic examination. Martin pulled the security footage. I've been asked not to describe in detail, but I can't decide what was funnier, the footage itself or the sight of the police officer trying to keep a straight face. Also, if you do plan to trespass on your neighbor's property and you startle easily, say at an angry indoor cat, it's always quicker to run through an open gate than a closed one. Petty revenge component. I remain a free woman. Little Cat is not declared a dangerous dog and gets her favorite tuna treat, lots of head pats, and a new catnip mouse. Martin gleefully adds another report of trespass and Bucket Woman looks like an idiot. Our next step was to replace the old side gate with something more secure that led to more escalation from her side and more petty revenge on us. But cutting off her access to the backyard still hasn't stopped the Bucket Woman. We still find her in the front yard looking through our windows, including our mine and Martin's bedroom window. Our front yard is a quagmire when it rains, so we regularly find her tracks. Martin has taken to spike cleaning the garage every time he sees her tracks. The fence posts lying along the shared fence have turned into our hard waste pile. Every time he catches her trespassing, he adds a bit more junk to the pile. 
It's probably driving her crazy, but there's nothing she can do. Then OP says thank you to Permaband, which is a user, for suggesting window clings. And thank you to everyone for suggesting putting something interesting in the window for Bucket Woman to look at. I found some simple and elegant window clings that are beautiful to look at and should frustrate the Bucket Woman at the same time. We picked our favorite design and the next step is Martin will measure up the windows and order the custom sizes. We figure eye level for him should defeat the Bucket Woman if she stands on tippy toes. Revenge that is both petty and elegant. I like it, but I still think I will order some replica Huntsman spiders just in case. Update. Martin went shopping on the way home and he's brought home a motion activated water sprayer <laughs> and a couple of rubber snakes. This may just be the most romantic present I've ever received. Tomorrow he installs the sprayer and measures up for the window clings. My brother doesn't want me to tell you all what a kind and generous person he's being, but right now I am sorry for trying to feed him to a monster when I was four years old. If you are reading this, I am really glad that monster in the wardrobe didn't eat you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Then some more relevant comments came in. So someone said to OP, when are you going to file harassment or trespass charges against her? She needs mental help. OP replies, let's just say that I am paying good money for good advice and do not want to advertise what I could do next. But yes, I agree with you about possible mental health issues and I've shared my concerns with the police. Someone asked OP, you should compost under the windows in preparation for some landscaping. Let us stand in shit. Opie replies saying the irony is I had money set aside to have the garden professionally landscaped but that is now being used to pay for the good advice about dealing with her. Someone replies to her saying oh boo well maybe you can find someone who knows someone with chickens or horses and you can go scoop your own or get some donations for buying the reflective one-way film you can put on windows so she's staring at herself. Opie replies saying we have net curtains. The genteel suburban response to persistent window peepers and roll down sunblinds for the summer. Another user says, but are you still hanging underwear on your clothesline? I do hope you go all out on Halloween and have some stuff that is motion activated. Hope you reply saying, still hanging my regular grundies, <laughs> undies on the clothesline, taking advantage of the free sunshine when it happens. We don't really celebrate Halloween, but I desperately want one of those annoying pop-up gnomes that were being advertised a while back that you can program to play a message. Someone says, you're an Aussie. Oh, there are so many ways to get her. Opie replies, one of my sisters suggested I find a rubber tiger snake and leave it in the garden bed by the bedroom window. My brother suggested I may need a new doormat. 
And then OP shares an image of the doormat. I think that's an absolute wonderful one. <laughs> and just if you're listening on the podcast, the doormat just says, fuck off. <laughs> then OP goes on with another post, which says bucket woman versus my scraps bucket. This is why we had motion activated lights installed. I meant to share this one a while ago, but I got sick for a few weeks and didn't have the energy. After the vicious dog attack, our old side gate started to wobble alarmingly, almost like someone ran into it full tilt while escaping at an angry house cat. We reluctantly decided to demolish it, knowing that would leave us more open to Bucket Woman's visits. But since the new gate was due to be installed later that week, we reasoned nothing that bad could happen. This is also the story of how wrong we were. Martin demolished the old gate on Sunday afternoon, neatly stacking the remains along the side of the garage near the bins. Later that night, about 11pm, I took my bucket of kitchen scraps out to the green bin. I didn't bother turning on the light because I was intending a quick trip out and in, and there was enough available light. It's the middle of winter and close to freezing, and I wasn't planning to stay out there very long. I waddle out into the dark, wearing my dressing gown and slippers. I'd just reached down to the bins when I heard a noise in the yard behind me. I called out, Who's there? There was no answer. I call out again, Who's there? This time, a shapeless figure silently came towards me. I hurled the scraps bucket at it. The figure screamed, so I screamed louder. Since my brother wasn't available, I grabbed one of the bins and tried to use it as a shield, but I tripped and fell over the old gate. Then the lights came on and everyone flooded outside. I was sat on my ass looking up at the bucket woman, now wearing my kitchen scraps, babbling and waving some papers. Disclaimer, I didn't score a direct hit with a bucket, the contents just splashed her. Martin grabbed a cricket bat and growled at her in a voice that would have frozen Hades. Get out, no! (laughs) The bucket woman tossed her papers in the air and fled, shedding potato and onion skins as she ran. Okay, my irrational brain insists on replaying it like that, even though I know I only splashed her. My daughter rang triple zero, the neighbors rang, and so did the bucket woman. She said she'd come to serve legal documents on me, and I'd assaulted her. The police took the papers away, but left the scraps. So I limped away from this encounter slightly wounded, but still a free woman and triumphant. When I am old and in a nursing home, the memory of bucket woman with my leftovers globbed over her legs will still make me smile. But wait, there's more. Sunday afternoon, Martin looked out his window at the remains of the old gate and I could see an idea forming. Then he disappeared. I next saw him humping the old gate across the backyard and neatly piling the remains up against the shared fence on top of the old fence posts. He came back in and said he'd moved the hard waste pile because it is really an eyesore for the rest of the street and the bucket woman doesn't like it when we make the street look messy. The words hoist and petard spring to mind. It's not exactly petty revenge yet, but if anyone wants to read about how it takes a village to install a motion-activated sprinkler, it's on my profile. You guys may have started a local cult. Tuesday afternoon, bullseye. Then there were some more comments, so someone asked OP, no one serves legal papers in the dark at night, and if in the US, you need to be a process server or a lawyer. OP replies and here you can personally serve documents, but yes, it is unreasonable to serve documents by hanging out in someone's backyard in the dark and hoping they come outside, especially when we've already given her notice that she's not allowed on the property and that she needs to communicate through our solicitor. Also, spoiler alert, they weren't legal documents. Edited, and just because I am a spectacularly petty person, 
I just checked the court rules for my state and she did not properly serve the documents anyway. Someone says, what did the papers turn out to be? AP replies, handwritten notes. There wasn't a file number or anything that would identify a particular case. I won't share the contents because hypothetically speaking, if someone were to seek some kind of order against her, those papers could become relevant to the making of that order, if that makes sense. And the saga continues. <laughs> I love neighbor drama. <laughs> it's titled, It Takes a Village to Install a Motion-Activated Sprinkler. Fuck it, woman. Saturday at Opie's house. Names changed to protect the juvenile. The kids were all off doing their own thing, mostly involving mud and slash aura football. Martin and I had brekkie, which included a liberal helping of YouTube videos of motion-activated sprinklers. Then Martin headed out to install our motion-activated sprinkler. After about 10 minutes, Martin stuck his head around the door and said he'd invited his friend Andy around to help test it. I'm decent, so that's all good. Andy pulls up and the pair of them start playing with a sprinkler and crosses that out and says, <clears throat> scientifically testing it for the optimal settings. <laughs> Next time I look up from my reading, Terry from across the road has joined them. Judging by the hand gestures and laughter, they're telling Terry about the sprinkler. This is when I decide to go for a short walk. Exercise helps me think and I have a nasty HR issue to resolve on Monday, I hope. When I get back, Sam has joined the group. Martin, Andy and Terry look like they've been showing Sam how the new sprinkler works. All four of them wave to me and I head inside. Martin follows me and says they're going to Bunnings. He thinks that they've worked out how to place a second sprinkler so it blasts anyone looking into the front window, but people can still reach the front door if they stick to the paths. Martin and Andy get in the car and drive off. Terry and Sam go home. Eventually, the car backs into the driveway and Martin opens the boot. There are two robo sprinklers plus some extra hose and some other stuff I can't identify. Andy puts one in the boot of his car and then comes back to help Martin install our second sprinkler. Terry and Sam also came back and all four of them played with it a bit, crosses that out, <clears throat> scientifically adjust the setting so that legitimate visitors can approach the house without a squirting. But window peepers will get hit. In theory, the bucket woman could defeat the sprinklers by just turning the garden tap off, but she looks to be in her 60s and is built like the original so we don't think she has the ninja skills to reach it. Martin, who is about 20 years younger than her, tried it and gave up, possibly due to the excess laughter after someone called out. The bouquet residence, the lady of the house speaking, <laughs> from the bedroom window. Andy, who is about 25 years younger than her, could do it, but discovered there is a very small margin of error before Darth Sprinkler activates, so we might have lost the element of surprise. Most of me doesn't mind if the bucket woman has seen the sprinklers of doom being demonstrated, if it makes her stay away from the damn windows. But part of me would like the smug satisfaction of hearing her shriek and the sound of Darth Sprinkler going off in the night. A commenter says, I love how spiting bucket woman has become a neighborhood project. And OP says, they all have their stories to tell. But to be honest, Terry has an amazing veggie garden, so he might be more worried about possums. <laughs> So OP comes in with one more post and I'm sure there will be more to come from this saga in the future. It seems like it's going to be an ongoing thing. It reminds me of a, an episode of Nightmare Neighbors, which I absolutely love. But this one's called Bucket Woman v Robo Sprinkler, who says the Bucket Woman was actually the Sprinkler's second victim. 
The first was Max. Truffle Gluteus Maximus, the neighbor's cat who has his morning pee on my rosemary plant. Max strolled across the sensor and Robo Sprinkler 2 activated. Not the shock of his life that morning. The garden peed back. <laughs> he ran back to his own yard like he'd been fired out of a cat cannon. Robo Sprinkler 1 fired on the bucket woman on Tuesday afternoon. Martin was working from home, but at the back of the house, and only knew something had happened when the fluffy couch potato cat let out an unearthly howl and tried to hide between Martin and the chair he was sitting on. He got to the front room just in time to see the bucket woman disappearing behind the fence, so he went to check the security footage. I got a text asking if I wanted the good news or the bad news first. I was having a crap day, so I opted for the good news. I got the two words back. Got her. Then I asked for the bad news and he texts, sorry about your rosemary. Oh, I only have two plants in the front garden that I really care about and that rosemary is one of them. It's flowered nearly all winter and I like watching the bees. When I got home, there was a group of people outside our house. I started to worry thinking something terrible had happened, but I realized they were sprinkler devotees and in the middle was my partner performing the dance of his people. This account has been pieced together from looking at track marks and observing the triumphant dance of the sprinkler people. <laughs> it seems that the bucket woman entered through the gate and headed towards the bedroom window, crossing Robo Sprinkler 1's sensor. Robo Sprinkler 1 fired on the intruder and scored a direct hit before starting on its arc. The bucket woman was startled and ran back towards the gate, but Robo Sprinkler had started its return and it hit her a second time. She was startled again, denoted by some high leaps and exaggerated shrieking in the dance. Changed direction, ran past the gate and body slammed my poor defenseless plant before finding the gate and running back next door. The triumphant dance makes no mention of bees, but I pictured a bunch of worker bees turning up to work at the rosemary plant the following day and doing bloody hell. What happened here? <laughs> oh my word. The interesting thing is that robo sprinklers seem to have had a deterrent effect. This happened on Tuesday, today is Monday, and she hasn't visited since. We see her on the cameras pacing up and down the front, but she's staying out of our garden and away from the windows. Martin came down with man flu on Wednesday and a close family friend died on Thursday, so this has been a welcome respite. Nor have we been visited by authorities. Following up allegations, I am keeping unlicensed bees or that my fluffy couch potato is really the hound of the Baskervilles. <laughs> it's, it's as if a couple of squirts of cold water has shocked some reality into her. Although to be fair, I don't know how long it takes for the Department of Ag to follow up reports of unlicensed apiary. And I'm not even sure which agency regulates hounds of the Baskervilles. That may be still to come. I absolutely love neighbor stories and I can't wait for another one of these to come out soon. And it gave me a vivid picture after she got squirted and she didn't want to enter your garden again. I can picture her sort of like walking around the boundaries of your garden now, just patrolling, <laughs> waiting to get in, waiting for that opportunity for the force field to drop. <laughs> Almost like that scene in Star Wars episode one where Darth Maul's pacing up and down, you know, because the force field's there. <laughs> And it reminded me of something that happened when we was younger. And I, I don't know if I can tell the full story now. I'll give you a brief oversight. Basically, in between our houses, there was this little field area. And on the edge of the field area, there was this walled off area that was a garden. And it sort of grew wildflowers and stuff like that. But there was a, always a guy that used to sort of go in there and 
I don't know, he would trim some of the wildflowers, etc. But he didn't own it. No one owned it. It was just an area people could play around and walk through. But whenever we would walk through it as kids, we would get chased off by him. He lived sort of opposite it. He could oversee it from his house. From the top window, he could see into this place, even though it was walled off. There was two entrances. There was one on the bottom side, one on the top. And then in it, because it's wildflowers, it's almost like a maze inside it. And it used to be a great place to play hide and seek, tag, just run through, you know. But if he was ever spotted in there, he was like a sentry bot. He would see you and get the fuck out of there. <laughs> and if you stayed in there too long, you could hear his gate open. And then it was time to just sprint as fast as you could. Crazy ass dude. But you've heard some of my stories before. There's a lot of crazies around there. But he was very protective of that little patch of land. But what do you guys make of this collection of stories from OP? Absolutely amazing. And I'm so excited to see some more coming in the future. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's story. Your love, support and time towards the channel and your love for one another is absolutely amazing. Thank you so, so much for doing you and hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, watch my Face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.